0: black characters don't know anything about it sorry <laughs> so, all on my limited view yes every tuesday from 12 to 2 uh oh you can if you can also find us on apple Podcasts. oh yeah and google play and stitcher itunes oh you already said t- that tune in radio uh stitcher you said that s- spotify oh my god there's just so many and overcast um yes you can also find us on social media m as in mary l as in larry p as in peter podcast mov podcast is our handle until next time i hope you're enjoying your view yes bye bye That that kind of sucked balls
1: $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny right well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all.
2: that's what i'm saying it's the joke workshop mondays six to eight pms at the mutant radios
3: mutiny radio listener it's that time of year again March 1st through 5th, it's time for the 4th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, 5 days, all here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, 5 days, amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you
4: Is this about that VR house you keep bugging me for? What if it is? I told you, I can't afford the Bitcoin. Goodbye, Jack. Welcome to Really Queen Radio. My name is Brian Kent and I am here with some special guests for season two of our show. We are live from San Francisco. Hi guys, how's everybody doing tonight? Great. Good. Great. Really queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really queen? Um, I am here with the one and only uh, Mr. David Helton, who is a DJ, producer, and party promoter, and uh, what else do you do? You do like everything, dude. Bring home the bacon, Friday. She brings home the bacon. She brings home the bacon, and we work together a lot, so you have a very long, extensive history of music, so I thought you'd be really fun to have on the show, and we also have another DJ producer. With us today by the name of Philip Grosso Really Queen. Yeah, Really Queen. Actually, Philip um, actually was the producer of the title track Really Queen for the Radio Show. It's actually a song outside of the radio show. Um, but yeah, that yeah. was fun doing that with you, right? Yeah, that was like a few years ago, right? That was a few years ago. We sat in this like recording studio just writing like some of the most fucked up lyrics you have ever heard in your life. Talking about shell crab and fat fish and snatch. And if you ever if you get a chance, you can go on to iTunes and actually download the song or at least listen to
5: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a pet?
3: When you hear the trippy music, you know what time it is. It's time for... There are some who call me... Tim. Here I am at Mutiny Radio. For some call me Tim, the show where we talk about belief systems and belief and God and gods and cats and conspiracy theories and anything else that our special guest of the day believes in, Mauricio Marte. Tim. Welcome.
6: Thank you. Thank you.
3: So excited to hear about. What you believe in, uh, besides the, the beauty and wonderment of laughter,
6: absolutely. <laughs>
3: yeah, were you um, usually have people look deep into the eyes of Sparkle Jesus?
6: Yeah, I remember looking at Jesus last time.
3: Yeah, that's right. You're back. Yep. Do you, and there, there he is. He's looking down upon you again,
6: looking with S- a, still, still as young as ever. As young as ever, thirty-three.
3: You know, I like to the way his fingers are. I like to put a little joint in his fingers. I like to imagine a little, a little joint in his fingers held up there, like. Like, he's smoking the peace with us.
6: Well, I always had this, like, all right, so let's just say Jesus was real. Okay. I, I wondered if he was just the guy who had, like, the best drugs.
3: Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I bet.
6: Well, you know, like, just because, like, at, at that time, just to have something, you know, that's mind-expanding or yeah. just even, you know, like, you know, if you ever tried mushrooms or anything Loved like that. Love mushrooms. Yeah. So, you know, like, you feel this connectiveness to not just yourself, but everybody and the whole earth and everything. And so... um, you know there's a theory that even like what enlightenment could be it could be this like level of uh understanding just the connectedness to everything and then you know um Ooh. they say uh what if you know if you only have a certain mentality you know and, and you know jesus would have been around the uh during like the jewish you know you know he was jewish so yeah, yeah so he had a concept of god he had a concept of all these things so when he found out he was connected to everything he was like holy i'm I'm the son of God. Right. And then people were like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You can't be the son. And then they just got offended. Well,
3: because, well, I mean, are, aren't we all children of God, if that if that makes sense that way? Yeah, like, yeah he, If we're yeah. all connected and in he, that way.
6: And, and he probably could have said it like that and, like, spared him a lot of trouble, but, you know... He just, he, I think, when you say a direct statement, then you make people think, and I think that kind of like, you know, right, it helps.
3: A lot of there's a there's some there's some conspiracy theories, there's some alternate theories about Jesus's time before he did his ministry when he was 33. All those years, so in the Bible, he flips over those money changing tables when he's 12, 13 years old, and he sort of disappears. There's no stories about him until he comes back with his ministry at 33, and some say that he left. Israel, And he went to the East. Mm -hmm. He went to China and India and studied with um, Chinese uh, pharmacologists and studied with yogis and with um, people in alternate religions in, in Buddhism and in Hindu and got an understanding of cannabis and came back and healing leprosy. Maybe that was cannabis.
6: Well, they did talk about the anointing oils, and there's a lot of people who are like, you know, Catholic or yeah. at least Christian to some degree, and believe that that's what it was actually talking about. Um, with oils, and I know that there's a lot of different beliefs. I've actually read something like that in this book called Lamb. Aha! Uh-huh. But it's a, uh, it's like a satire, and it's about Biff which is jesus's best friend oh that's funny and what happened was he was kind of the 13th apostle but he was kind of like the most grimiest person Biff. out of all of them and it's just because he hung out with jesus during that that little like break sure and so he got to see this transition and it's just you know it, it it play it pokes fun at a lot of the things that we think of but at the same time it it answers or it potentially has answers of what we like well like why is he this way or why right. would he think these things sure. like what makes this person do these things and you know, it's it's an interesting idea.
3: The, I just can't believe that Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane when he's praying and his blood is coming his blood tears are coming from his eyes. He's praying so hard, you know, don't don't make me have to do this. Don't make me have to die for for everybody. Hmm. He, he could what if he would have just turned the other cheek and walked away? Like what, what why do we have to why does every religion seem to need sacrifice you said lamb so that makes me think of sacrificial lamb Jesus was the sacrificial lamb he died for all our sins supposedly in that particular religion but before that we used to literally kill lambs or kill animals burn them and then even like Greek mythology they would burn animals and then the smoke went up to the sky and that's how the gods received the offering was through the smoke in the sky but then who's eating the meat like the priests had to be eating the lamb right like why would you just burn a bunch of lamb to a cinder for god why wouldn't you like you know burn it and then cook it and then eat it because then we're if we're all i mean i guess because we're at the time they didn't think that we were all gods because i'm like eat the don't waste the lamb
6: I mean I guess it was just like a statement, you know, like the idea mm-hmm. of how important life is and mm-hmm. to take it and say this is what it is. I mean, it's yeah. an interesting idea of why they would do it. Sure. But the fact that they did it is I don't know, maybe the transition of understanding certain things. I obviously I have I haven't killed anything on a on a ritualistic thing. I don't think I've actually I was talking to somebody recently, I haven't even killed anything to eat it. Really? Which which feels kind of like like sucky because i eat meat you've never gone fishing i have gone fishing but i've I've thrown them back oh yeah and you know
3: wow you've never you've never killed a squirrel accidentally with your car no you never run over a frog baby frog with your bike accidentally
6: we didn't have frogs in new york oh wow i mean i mean you know there were mice that probably got caught Sure. In a, you know, in a trap. In traps that I probably was responsible for. Right. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like the, the the small things. But at the same time, it's, it's not even about the, the idea of taking a life. But like what you said, putting that life to good use. Right. Or, or making it at least worth the death that you, you chose upon it. Sure. You know?
3: I've, I don't think I've ever inflicted death upon anything. Like even in a euthanasia kind of style. In that my cats always just sort of disappeared and my mom came back and said oh we had to put ralphie down oh it was whiskers time but it was never me being like i am snuffing out the life of this animal i don't have i ever and i eat meat too i'm trying to think if i've ever i mean i've gone fishing so i've fished a fish and eaten the fish
6: well i was in an, eugene and a friend of mine was talking about having to kill his uh, bunny his rabbit and you know and so his his girlfriend or his wife I guess told him hey listen we she's not doing so good and they had to do so much surgery to this rabbit to like keep it alive so they were like you know what we might as well just, you know, do this, and so she's like, "I'll do it," and, he, <gasps> and he's like, "No, no, I'm the man. I'll do it." You know, he, he's like, "I'll like," you know, if I'll
3: they're th- gonna spend the money on surgery, they're not gonna spend the money for the pink stuff from the vet.
6: Is it is, is that what it is? Would it have been pink
3: it's stuff? P- it's pink. It's it's like a phenobarbital. It's it's a it's a, just a massive amount of drugs that just puts them to sleep.
6: Oh man. It, well, that that would have been. I mean, well, him knowing this now probably would go the other route because. He was talking about. It. He said so. He said at first he didn't want to sh- just shoot the the bunny because you know he he felt like they've given it time, so he wanted to be a little bit more intimate. So he decided to break its neck. Oh
3: my God!
6: Yeah, and uh, but the thing is that he did not. He's like he's like man. When you break that neck, it's not like um. It's not like the movies. It's not like it just snaps and it's dead. It's like you know, like he like he bent it oh. and then and and then it just keeps on trying to breathe
7: oh and, my then, god. and then
6: and he keeps on twisting it or like like curling it around and it just wouldn't and then he, he's like after like three four minutes of just like trying to like
3: suffocate this bunny
6: do something to this bunny he didn't eventually just pulled out his gun and oh shot my it, god realizing that that's what he should have done i guess in the, in first, the first place,
3: place. Did that change? Do you feel like your friend has changed in oh, some yeah. way after this?
6: He said, "He said, dude, I'm I'm totally messed up from that. That was horrible. Like, wow. like it was a horrible experience. He's just like, I'd never seen... I've never had to kill something in that particular fashion. And, sure. and he has guns, and I'm pretty sure he's gone hunting before. Right? But this was like a close-up thing, you know? And
3: right, like, and his know. buddy, is buddy bunny, his buddy rabbit.
6: Yeah.
3: Uh, what do you think about human-on-human human killing, like war style?
6: War style. I mean, I don't know. I mean, because I feel like war is just like, you know i feel i mean i i don't think i could kill somebody but at the same time i've never been in the situation of where it's uh Ah. it's my life or theirs and Mm. and i'm also um very not worried but i'm 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 conscious about the idea of how i feel about other people meaning that if i'm if i'm with somebody that i care about or i'm just really like you know worried for their safety would I kill somebody to save their life interesting so like you know so so there's all these different spectrums of like you know I don't know what would drive me to do it but I think there could be a circumstance of where yeah maybe that would happen but war Why? war is interesting because war is you know we're fighting other people's like you know like you know you can say we're doing it for our freedom but I mean or our safety or sure. for whatever you know to secure you know other situations or whatever but it's it's flimsy, and then like I've I've spoken to a lot of veterans, and they've they've told me, like like amazing stories of what it is to be over there. Oof. And um, I remember one time a guy from the Marines just uh, just told me like I, I guess we must have been in in you know a party mode, and he just broke down crying and oh. pulled me aside. And this was like two thousand and seven or so eight. It was
3: like in desert. Storm he was something. like in Afghanistan. Afghanistan.
6: You know, it was, it was right after the 9-11, right, but right, this was right, also right, like right. seven years, you know, eight years. He did, he did about two tours or whatever. But, oh, wow. Um, you know, he looked at me and he just kind of like, he's like, dude, you don't understand, man. It's just like, like we're it's we're killing kids Oof. we're killing we're killing women and kids wow and, you know and, and then like and uh wow i've heard that before and i've known that the idea of the you know it's not necessarily even just drones drones have extrapolated it but what it is what it's always been is you know like let's just say muni radio this like they need to come here and kill you let's just say you're, sure. the, you're their target right but they can't risk not killing you so they take everybody out in this in this place oh it just, it's, it's so just so they take
3: out the whole like there's apartments upstairs so in order to get me they'd be like yeah the people upstairs are gonna die you too." Know,
6: okay. well because we, we could be affiliates we could be sure. advocates of you we could be the sure. person who you know seeks revenge collateral what, damage exactly and, and and it's it's just necessary and, and it's mm. one of those things that they don't talk about but it's actually it's it's you know it's a big part of war um i had a uh we went to one of my cousin's uh, husband. Well, my cousin's husband uh, was also, he's still, I guess, in the arms pers- armed forces. Yeah. And he, uh, we were having a birthday party for him. And everybody's dressed up in army gear because that was kind of like the the shtick or whatever. Sure. And he, uh, everybody's like having just generic questions for him. And I just, for some reason, wanted to ask him uh, like a heartfelt, like real underlying question. I said, hey, is there anything that you've done that keeps you awake at night Ooh! and he goes and says uh there's this one time i don't think he even told me the location which is probably better that way but he uh he said there was this one time that so he's one of those in one of those positions of one of those people that tell
3: other people to kill people
6: other people to kill people and and where to go and why to go there and whatever or maybe not even why but at least where to go right and so he's there, and I guess they're on this kind of like tank-like thing, but it's not quite a tank. You know, it's exposed on the top, and it has like one of these big, like, fifty-caliber, like, you know, guns attached to it or whatever. Sure,
3: now. like a Humvee of some sort.
6: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And uh, and apparently they had somebody, a child, approaching <gasps> him, and the child that was approaching him. I guess that from the thermal readings or whatever that they read, that there was something on him. You right. know? Like and a so,
3: gun or a grenade or a something. Or a bomb or whatever. Yeah, you know, sure.
6: something. So they, you know, on the on the loudspeaker or whatever, you know, in the language, Eng- English and in that, their language to tell them to stop walking. He wouldn't stop walking. So my cousin decided to tell, you know, the the sniper on that convoy. Shoot the kid. Shoot the kid. So he does, but he shoots him on the leg. Oh. Because, you know, it's the kid and he's trying to just stop him. Right. And uh, so apparently somebody on the other side tells the kid to stand back up. I guess <gasps> because the kid gets up crying and continues to keep walking. Wow. So my cousin once again, once again repeats. He says, "Take out the kid. Take him out." And I guess the guy must have been in his twenties and just couldn't. He couldn't stomach to do it. Yeah. Because the kid's crying already. You know. Sure. It's, it's not even like you know like it's. It's not a quick one two thing. You, you see this kid walking towards you crying. Right. And uh, so there might. My cousin had to go and he had to do it. A 50 caliber bullet is like one of these Wow! boys. Wow. And uh, so, yeah, he, he had to go ahead and, and shoot him. They went to check the kid. He had nothing on.
3: Oh, no. That is so tough. It is such like a...
6: But you understand that... Do you it,
3: take morality out of the situation? I mean, it's like... That's the thing that's so hard with soldiers is that we say you're a human but not anymore we've trained that out of you you're now a soldier a soldier isn't human a soldier does what they're told and for the for the good without a why for the good of whatever we say it's for i don't know there just seems like there's no if people if soldiers were actually humans then they wouldn't be they'd be like the 20 year old who was like i can't do it because they'd say this is the little kid who's crying, and why are we shooting this little kid? But then, why would the other side say get up and keep walking?
6: Well, what the other guy said, the first guy that was wow. crying and talking about we're just killing, you know, families. Yeah. You know, and and the reason why he said that was because he he said at first he said I can't talk about it, and then you know because he was wanted to talk about it. Obviously, he eventually like said he's like it's imagine once again, you know, somebody comes in here tries to take you out but takes out the whole building right this building has a whole bunch of people in it so it has you know people that have families people have that, that have uh friends and sure. like you know relationships that may not be in this building right now you know if that happened these people have you know choices to make do they let it go do they get angry do they take action right. now imagine this is happening to every single building on this block sure and to every single place in san francisco then the people that survived in san francisco would be you know not only the shells of who they were but now they have to create a new purpose do they move on do they leave what they left behind or do they stand and they fight and he's like what, what were, he's like i think that's one of those things where you where like you know like the taliban or whoever you wanted to call them you know yep. and, they, they, and you notice how they never had an outfit they never had, a, so- they never had a, a, a suit or a soldier, right, like, right, you know, right, right, uniform. Right. And the reason why that is is because they're just regular people. It's like, like I, I guess, that, like, that's one of those big things when you realize about war. It's just, like, at some point, like, it's just regular people, you they're know, just like. People, yeah. You know, like, we, I think the Revolutionary War sounds so um, amazing to us because it's, it's, like, one of the only wars that we were, like, oh, yeah, man, you know, like, we were fighting to, like like survive like people right. were coming into our homes like you know we like we were just farmers and this and that you know like you know you see that the patriot with mel gibson you know you, right. it, it, just, it just seems like wow man these guys were just in their home and like the the redcoats are dicks It's was just like yeah and it's just like damn you know but like that's that's what it is when you like go to someone else's home so it's just like i, I remember i was in colombia and we were talking cool. to this argentinian and uh it was me and my girlfriend at the time and he was just kind of like explaining on how like the world views america and it's just the idea of like, oh, you know, America's the only place that nobody's ever gone. Like, they don't get attacked. Huh. They don't get attacked. The only, the only people that ever have, we've ever fought on our land is us. That's true. Or people that were here
3: right you know what I'm saying? yeah but, but, we've definitely fought people who we just well you know murdered people yeah. that were
6: here yeah yeah, yeah we, we murdered people that were here and then once and then once we pushed everybody out then it was just fighting over what we wanted right. and then we wanted to change our name from from red to blue or whatever to color this right, and then right. and then you know and so but but that's what happened and he's just like but um and i remember it was a cute thing because my girlfriend she also says she looks over and she says wait a minute are we the bad guy yeah and then so he looks at me and I look at him and I'm just like I don't know what to say I laughed I laughed I thought it was a funny question Yeah. but um no because it's just like you know not necessarily that that we're the bad guy but what I'm saying is just like you know we we don't we have a lot
3: yes And, and to
6: have a lot a lot of people have to have uh, nah. uh, right. Yeah. You know, and so and so right. when when the rest of the world doesn't have that much, it's just like so you you look at these people that have a lot, and you can only think of one of two ways. It's just like wow, that's amazing. I want like I want that too. I want that too. Or you or you just shy away from it, or you know, despise it, or you know. Sure,
3: despise. it. I mean, I desp- I despise it. I think we're terrible. I my um my ex husband's my ex father in law, um sadly he passed away, but um he was in Vietnam, and. There was a point when he came to visit us when my now ex-husband was in Davis and he was in veterinary school, and he came to visit us, and we wanted to take him to our favorite Vietnamese restaurant because we really liked it, and we got there and he saw it and he said, "I'm, I'm never. I've eaten enough of that fucking food. I'm never." And he never swore. He's like, "I've eaten enough of that fucking food. I'm never eating it again." And we were like, "Whoa!" And this is in, you know, ninety-nine right? And he was in Vietnam in the early seventies and it still affected him to the point where he was like, I just, and he'd never talk about it and he never wanted to think about it. And, and it really affected him because in Vietnam, nobody knew what they were fighting for and no one knew who the bad guys were. Were we the bad guys? Was the North Vietnamese bad? Were the South Vietnamese bad? Who were the bad? Everyone was bad. Everyone was dying. People were killing each other. Like, all this crazy stuff and was it justified and you know what happens if you haven't if you feel that you've unjustly killed people after the fact like I don't know maybe there's something about us that we are that people are deeply moral and we can't drive that out of us or maybe that's like why people get kind of nutballs when they come back from war because we try to breed that humanity out of them to be able to I don't know, have them do our will as a people. And then.
6: I feel like there has to be some people that, you know, this, the spectrum of like people you know just like colors have to be so wide that there has to be somebody out there that enjoys doing all those things of course but he enjoys um,
3: killing people yeah of like course. jeffrey like jeffrey Dahmer, or like or like ted bundy maybe he was really in he was that was fun for him
6: killing either people. either they enjoyed it or they understand a different understanding that made them feel it was unnecessary to take such a you know different view on people's lives that like oh this is important you know like maybe they maybe they saw maybe they saw a triviality of what life was and because of that they were they felt the need or they felt like the ability that they can do whatever they wanted and in doing so they thought they could take people's lives Mm -hmm. i don't know i mean at the same time like that's getting into the mind of a psychopath or something you know somebody who doesn't think like you think
3: someone who doesn't see taking away someone's life as a Bad thing that it's somehow, I guess that, and that's in war, it's somehow justified. Or if you're a psychopath, it's somehow justified in your mind. Or,
6: well, like, what if you found out that this was all a game? Like, like, what if you found out that, that this life? Was, that yeah, that this was the most advanced game. So much. Okay, okay.
3: Like the red pill, blue pill, Matrix kind of thing. kind
6: of. But like, I, I like to give people an example in the sense that like you've you've played a, a game, like even a board game, you sure. know, or card game or whatever, mm-hmm. and if you play a game long enough you get emotionally invested
7: sure you know? like, wow, like,
6: yeah. like you know especially like if you're like playing Monopoly and somebody you know takes a, a, like something and you were working on the blues and you were gonna get all blues so this way you can finally get the hotels and all that stuff and then somebody bought your blue out and you just get all frustrated you've been you know so yeah it, it happens like that so many times in so many different games of how like angry you can get and that's probably anywhere between a 20 minute to like I don't know like let's say an hour long investment into playing a video, playing a game sure So now imagine you've invested 30 years. Oof. You know, you've invested even like even just like a a minute of something that's so immersive as what life is. You know, the the feelings, the, the emotions, the overall like sensory overload. Yeah. That's amazing. And of course, you'd want to believe that it's real or you want to believe that it's it's the only thing that is, because if it isn't, then you'd have to. Operate differently, right? Because then, you know, because because then, if it, if it wasn't real, or if it wasn't the end all, be all, if this is, if there was something, if there was something to this thing, then you'd you'd do something a little bit differently. But maybe the whole idea of the game is to just get lost and play the game. But um, but the whole point is that like, if you found that it was a game, right? What would you do? Or would you just yeah? Do if you the way found
3: out that like there was something after the game, or that we were just pawns by these huge little these huge creatures of the universe, or that um, we'd have to yeah, knowing if there's something before, if it's a game, that implies that there is something before the game and that there's something after the game. That the the game itself isn't that we invest in it, but that's not the most important thing because there is something after the well,
6: game. Well, it could be that it's the most important thing because what if mm-hmm. what if the game is the is the act of doing something because the act of the other thing is nothing oh now you know like you know a lot of people sure. get, you know sure. a lot of people will get get weary or afraid of the idea like what if i die and there's nothing you know i mean well, like you know that's what atheists believe and 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 it's it's calming to some degree and then it's scaring to other other all the other people which is the reason why they like latch onto religion you know but what if it's just the concept that in order for all these things to exist it's like it comes from something and what that something is is actually no thing
7: like,
6: like what, what if i mean like you know like because at that point you know, when you when you pop up out of this this game, you're not anything, and you're just at this peace. You know that that, that meditative state that everybody loves to get into. You're just at that peace, and then at the, after a while, it gets boring, just like the way life gets boring. And then you just you just jump back into the game.
3: Sure, like I can get bored, and I love I love sleeping, but I can get bored of sleep. Mm-hmm. Like if I've slept more than ten hours, I don't want to fall asleep again because I'm bored of sleeping. Like. We need to get up, but I mean, but I do love the state of sleep. Yeah. So, do you personally believe that there's something after? Do, do you do you think? What do you think's after? What when the game ends? Hmm. Is it like? Do you do you think that your unique mauricio is is that gone? Or does it resurface somewhere else?
6: I think it's, I think the unique, I think what I am now is what I am now. Mm. And uh, once I'm gone, it's gone. I think what people believe that energy level or that, you know, spirit level of what it is, um, I think that could possibly still exist. And I think because, you know, they say energy even scientists say this energy is always transferable, never dies. Sure. You know, and there is something that, that embodies this this body. There's and
3: an electrical something inside you. Absolutely. Yeah. And,
6: you know, and so I think that that, you know, could potentially go on. But I think the series of memories and consciousness that we have, like, associated with this personality, I think that, I don't know if you could hold on to that. And I think the reason mm-hmm. why is because, why would you want to? Like, so, like I've heard somebody describing in the sense of just like, I mean, if you live forever, like forever and ever and ever, and you had all the people that you love, that you hold dear, and you had them forever and ever and ever, and you went to all the places that you love to go to and ate all the food that you wanted to do, then you do that forever and ever and ever, like, you sure you wouldn't get bored? Like, you sure you wouldn't, like, want to do something else? Like, you know, like, like I like all those movies about vampires because the idea about vampires is that they live for so long that they, that... What else could they do? Of course, they kill people because they see the triviality of people's lives. They've seen dozens—if I mean not dozens, millions of people sure, sure. billions of people over their, their over their existence, depending on you know what the lore of that vampire is. But the whole point is, I I, I like that idea because it's the same thing of what they used to talk about, like with the gods and why and why the gods even you know like this is, I'm, I'm, when i say gods i'm talking about greek mythology sure, but, sure. but even like uh you know the whole issue with god and like why like lucifer got so pissed off at god and why he's like giving you know like why do you hold people in such high regards like they're scum like look yeah. at them <laughs> look at, look, look, look at the way they act look at the way right. they react and it's just like yo but you understand like what we have is time it's a small little gift but by doing it it creates purpose because if oh. you had no time you had no purpose I mean, not necessarily you have no purpose, but it's just like, but then you, you have to really want to do what you're doing because then you do it forever. And then you maybe, and maybe you wouldn't do it forever, but then eventually you would do a little bit of everything. And then if you did a little bit of everything, then it's just like, when do you stop? And it's just like, oh man, you know? And then eventually I think it's just like that sleep, you know, like you can only do eight, maybe, you know, a solid eight hour work day before you get really tired. You could only do 24 hours, maybe awake before you're going to like pass out. It's probably the same thing with life. There's a certain amount of years you could put in until it's just like, you know, I'm going to need a break. And and, (laughs) And sure like you can come back and say oh maybe i'll do mauricio again like that he was a pretty cool person but it's just like i don't know but there's so many other people out there right and, and i think that's the, like that's the whole idea of like what reincarnation is or why people believe in reincarnation because they believe that oh we just keep coming back and doing other things and sure. then we hold on to maybe some like past life thing and that's the reason why we're shy or grumpy or whatever i don't know but right. um i think uh i think that's the i think that's the game that the the idea to like get wound up in something because that's just that's what's so beautiful about it not not even the idea of like all the things that you love but like imagine the things that you hated and then when you're all said and done and you finish the game you get to laugh about it because you realize like, wow, I really got wound up in that. Remember that one time when like that person pushed and I just would not let it yeah, go. Uh-huh. And like I went down this weird rabbit hole with drugs and I almost killed myself. I definitely killed somebody else. That was crazy. I really, I really thought that was real. That was fun. <laughs> I was fun. I was fun. I think I'll do it again.
3: Well, the I mean, I I believe in your, your, your theory somewhat because um, when I did a D- DMT, the aliens came to me and they tried to take me in their alien ship and they said hey let go everything you believe and know is a construct none of this means anything none of it matters none of it's real even just come with us and we'll show you and I think they wanted to show me like the game and I was like fuck you aliens I'm not <laughs> going anywhere I'm staying right here don't take me aliens not not willing to go with you, um, do you I mean Are this is out there? Are aliens real? Is it how big is the universe, and are we the only things in it, or like is are, are there even? You just like uh, I don't know. Like like, like, know. That's, yeah. like
6: that's the thing. Like like I I would I'd love for alien. Like in my lifetime, I would love to see alien. I mean, even if it was like an alien invasion yeah, and yeah. everything dies like seconds after that, like I would be so about seeing it just to. But
7: they're real just to see <laughs>
6: just to get something completely different from the narrative that we already have you sure know? Um, I do think it's possible I think there's so much stuff outside of this planet that we can't really understand mm. you know like there's people that believe in flat earth and there's people that believe in like you know um, Isn't that a hollow one? earth so it's just like there's all these different like ideas of what's inside the earth what's un- in the ocean what's outside of space and it's just like so it's but the crazy thing is and this is what's so funny about belief is that you have to believe in it but right. you, but it's not something that you know. You can't know it because if you knew it, then you'd say, oh, no, I, this is what I know. And we all like to assume that even the information that we're given is something that's knowledge. It's, it's just, information. It's just it's, information. The only way that it's knowledge is through the experience that you've experienced. And then it's just like, yeah, I know this to be true. But even your own knowledge. is biased. It, yeah, absolutely. Like there's things that I, I can say that I know this because I've experienced it. But because it, the experience is so individual it's and it's it's not transferable i can i can i can tell it in a very deep dawn out story yeah. but it won't it won't be tangible until you know it for yourself so all you can do is maybe believe me at the end of it but that's right. and that's how it works and so i guess like really good stories people believe
3: Ha! Huh. but is is the story of Jesus a really good story? I think it's kind of a mediocre story. I don't think it's like the best story.
6: I feel like there's a lot of stories that have mirrored that story. And I think, um, I think the idea of it's the same thing. I, I said this story once about, you know, what it felt like to find out that Santa Claus wasn't real. Right. You know, because, you know, it's just, it's just this. I, you know, I told it at the moth, and I think the theme was, uh, something like, uh, um, controversy, or like, uh, not controversy. but It, it was something like <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was just like it was the it was like what 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 was the first time I, you I, felt like that you were that you were bamboozled yeah. or or that you were that you were tricked and and not even just tricked, but it it I lost. That was my moment where I lost, uh, not all my innocence, but a significant amount of innocence only because there was a moment of where a reality existed yeah the people and, are lying to you no, but 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 <laughs> and, and but in but that, what that lie was was the fact that there was a, there was a man who did things just to do things and mm-hmm. you never had to you didn't like he he, he gave you gifts
3: if and, you were good though
6: but that's but, but that's all that it required
3: yeah it all yeah
6: and then and then all you had to do was be nice and then if you and if you were you got gifts and you didn't have to do anything for this person that's true. May- maybe leave some cookies maybe and milk. Leave some cookies. But you know, you ate the lion's share of those cookies and milk anyway. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just like he was just getting scraps. And so because of that, it's just like it, it created this idea of like, wow, this is one person here who is so good, infinitely and, and, generous, and and and. and yeah, just completely giving—that's amazing. When you find out that's not real, it's just like, oh, so now I have to pay for things. Oh, you it's bo- the Same way
3: you- with the Easter Bunny, it's the same thing. Okay. A, so- a magic bunny brings you chocolate because of Jesus. It's like, all right, that's great. And then it's like, oh, there's no magic bunny. Oh.
6: And so, and I think that's the thing is that Jesus, without even knowing everybody, decided to die for everybody's sins. Right. We know people before, during, and afterwards. He's like, hey, by the way just letting you know i'm dying for your sins um (laughs) and i think that's an awesome thing because people like wow wait what you don't even know me like i was just in the gym yesterday and uh, a guy approached me and he was talking about jesus And because i have this cross because Mm -hmm. it's just like it's it's a you know leftover of my father um i you know i'm always approached by a lot of people that are you know christian or catholic sure and uh and I, i gotta say like some of them have the most like awesome heart and just amazing like you know and 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 that's one of those things about like beliefs and religions you know that they work for the the people that they work for and when they really work these people are amazing i think i think sometimes they take their their love and they associate it towards their belief and they give the, the reason of why they're so amazing i think I think we're all just selfish, and we just want to say, "I'm an amazing person." And and and, and what they do is they, they take that selfless they take that selflessness out of it or selfishness out of it, and they they project it toward Jesus or they project it towards Allah. So this way, it makes sense, and it, it's almost like kind of like
3: it takes a, it takes it off yourself. It's the onus is not on the person. It's that well, God is good, and therefore I am good.
6: Yeah, yeah. and and I mean, and that, that's the thing. It's like, who am I to like? like badger somebody for right. being good I was like yeah, listen if you're going to be good if Satan told you to be good and this is the reason why you're so good then Jesus I mean hail yeah. Satan yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever Satan. you want to say sure. but that's, like, that's how and I think that's just like an interesting thing to like you know always like pay attention to it's just like alright you know and I, I think we talked about this last time. It's just like, you know, I, when I was younger, I derived minds from comic books with the idea that, like, you can be a good person because I want to be a hero. These villains look like dicks. Right. So why not be this other thing? Sure. Um, Captain America. Yeah. So but um, but yeah, I, I think it's uh, imperative to people understand that. So this way, it's not a big thing of where you have to judge people based off of their choice of what they believe in. You know, that's especially what's going on in politics. People mm. want to believe in something, but it's just like, they don't know. So you have to, yeah. you have to not hold them against something because of what they don't know. It's just what they believe. You can talk about something enough and c- kind of waver their beliefs and then, you know, seeing how like well that goes. But with that said, it's just like until it's perceived, until it's actually understood, then, you know, it's just, it's all whimsical.
3: That's why my favorite superheroes are actually people with gadgets. I don't like Superman because he's an alien. I like Batman because he's a dude and he has cool gadgets. He's just a dude with a lot of with a lot of par- parental issues. Same thing with Iron Man. He's just a rich guy, right, who has like all the money to have the coolest accessories, but he's still just a dude. He doesn't have any like magical powers imbued into him. Yeah. He's a superhero because he has the the money and the time and the accessibility, and he's like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna be a superhero. I, I, yeah, Bat, that's like Batman and Iron Man. are I mean, they weren't like born with the ability to talk to fish, <laughs> and so I'm gonna. They just.
6: Well, the cool thing I've 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 seen when well, and, and this this is like the writers that do it all, you know, and I can't give you a particular story, but for the most part, a lot of the times, what they try and do is they create even the most powerful superheroes doing all these crazy things, and then they'll give them a situation of where their power absolutely means nothing. Right. You know, because Cryptonite. it's just one of... Yeah, you know, or, or any type of situation sure. where you, you'd you have to, like, use all levels of your skills. You know, you've been mm-hmm. able to, like, you know, lift buildings this entire time, but now it's like like, can you, like whisper to a child that they'll be safe because they're the only ones who can press that button that's not
7: the entire bomb going
6: you know what i'm saying you can't be scared the entire time batman's super scary he has to be able to like you know be able to talk to somebody and calmly tell them that everything's going to be okay
7: right
6: you know with all these gadgets you know like so it's it's, and i think that's one of those things where it shows you okay this is why they're a hero you know or whatever spider-man's
3: downfall is always the girlfriend it's always the girl Like, something's supposed to do something and he can't because he's like, but she's there. (laughs) I have to worry about them.
6: Attachments that we have. Yeah,
3: women can take care of themselves. It's okay, Spider Man. (laughs) We can do it and we won't. It's
6: it's okay. Unless they're falling from a building, then.
3: Right. Then please come on out (laughs) with your spidey senses and swing me to safety. I appreciate that. Uh, But yeah. I, I also, superheroes are like the new. There are myths, you know, there are new myths that we follow you know like Jesus is an old myth and um, Zeus and the sun gods and all that kind of stuff are old old myths and even the, the fables and the stories that we've told and the, like animals and you know Br'er Rabbit and just all of the allegorical stories that we've told I mean superheroes are sort of the new like mythical morality
6: i mean if if we were to all just die right now and you leave the the comic books and stories then yeah that's what it would look like to the next generation yeah because it's just it's just the most exciting thing there i think on a present level our myths are our probably like our politicians and our the people that yeah because 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 people put faith in a lot of people that don't really hold up and then the people people you know, you They're know. Supposed it, it,
3: to represent us. Yeah. But, supposed to choose people to represent us. But yes.
6: In 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 mythologies, or even like you know, like the Greek gods. You know, there were the, the gods that sound like really cool. You know, like Zeus seems like all right. He's a, he he has like a temper, but he like runs everything. He's like well, but, he
3: likes to rape a lot. He's pretty rapy Yeah, yeah. I like mean, as a god, he raped yeah. a lot of people.
6: now he was. I mean, well, without him, there wouldn't be Hercules. So that's how that's that's what happens. Yeah. But it's one of those crazy things about that. But that's what I'm saying. It's like so it, it puts all those different um things and. It, I think all the gods—they all express like different um, emotions. Human from us. emotions, yeah. yeah. Like you have like Aphrodite, the god of love, and then you got you know Ares, the god of war, and all these things. So it just like it represents all these different like facets of how we act and how we behave. Mm-hmm. Now you now you push that forward to what's going on now. You know we have people out there that we will deem our heroes. We'll, we'll call them our Bernie Sanders or whatever, sure, and sure, then we'll sure. have people that we'll call our villains, and you can call that Trump.
3: But you can. A lot of people saw Bernie Sanders as a villain. I think that the And a side lot of people
6: See Trump as a, as a hero Right And and, and, that and crazy and, right? and, 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 and that's That's why That's the mythology Because you don't know You don't know any of these people no. It's our belief Of it's, who they are
7: Oh yeah
6: Nobody I mean like I, I, I can't even say Like even with all the stuff That he puts up on Twitter And all the stuff That we know about his past Like you cannot say You know Trump nobody can say that
3: but we can look at things like his inability to be honest about his own hairline and we can we can <laughs> extrapolate from that and say he can't be honest about anything because he can't be honest about his own hair
7: yeah
3: whereas Bernie is like he was honest about his hairline and his <laughs> sort of schlubby demeanor and his wrinkled suits and it's like he's like this is me well I'm a socialist <laughs> whereas the guy we got now is all about, image even though he's such
7: a fat fuck
3: (laughs) like I just I would I would love to see him pull an Oprah do you years and years ago Oprah did this thing where she said I am not real hey everybody watch me go through my day and I'm gonna show you I'm not real And when she wakes up in the morning she's like this is what I look like and she filmed herself and then she said here's what happens in makeup and she went through makeup and went through hair and went through wearing the spanks and the things the special clothes and this is how and she's like and look how I look Ah!" but it was unbelievable for her to take that mask off and say what you see on tv is not real yeah what you see in media is not Real. What you see in movies is not real. What you think is real is not real. I'm gonna take this off for you and let you see how what real really is. I, I'd be interested to see what would happen, like what the what the 45 when he wakes up in the morning has before he puts his glues his hairpiece back on, or does the comb over, or you know this big fat schlubby tumpy tubby body. Like I'd like to see what that looks like.
6: Well, like what what if you um but like alright so this is like imagine a crazy imagination thing but every single time he wasn't in front of somebody in, in front of a camera or, or anything that can actually record him he did the most benevolent like giving things like I mean like yeah. like like you know you, you've seen those movies of where like there's the the rough tough guy who's been a dick the entire time at school and he's like he's a bully and he's pushing people over then he goes home and you realize that he has a he has a mom that's in a wheelchair and he takes care of her and he treats her like you know and then and he right. he gets beaten sure. by his father right, so that's right, the reason why right, he's a right. dick on the outside but inside he's like the, the sweetest person in the world and i'm not saying that that's what it is but what i'm saying is that it because could be. because because <laughs> there is no like 100% like watch on anybody specifically and and of course even if you even did that you can't go into somebody's heart you can't go right into somebody's you don't brain. know their
3: motivations so you don't know
6: why they why do what they do and yeah. what their tensions are so yes because of that it's just like nobody knows anything it has to be based off of belief and yeah you you base it off of what you see and what's perceived to be seen but it's just like i always think it's interesting on what media chooses to show because it's just like you know it's it's always about well what's happening right you know like i um dave Chappelle always said like he said this great joke of um uh of how, like, you know, it's always in, like, times of adversity, you know, like, crazy things of when, like, you know, war's going down or some shit's going on with our bills or, like, something something monetary is, is afoot right. that, like, it'll be these times that Michael Jackson just randomly touches a kid and, you know, <laughs> sucks some kid's dick or something like that. And it's just, like, but, like, like, it's a joke. It's whatever, but it's just, like, it's a it's an interesting thing. It was just, like, yeah, you know, like, I've never seen... I'm, like, I, I, I said this in the beginning and I say this now. It's, like, I've never seen anybody go so hard on the president like the way it is now. You know what I'm saying like like right. like like there's there's You're, you're like, absolutely they, right. They'll, People they'll, are they will they, build up presidents to some things. I mean even like Bush which I thought was like probably the equivalent of some silliness that's going on now. Yeah. It's just like there was still at least some backing on, you know, you know certain platforms, you know, like there'll always be SNL that will always poke fun even at right. the best, you know, they'll poke fun sure. at Obama, they'll poke fun at Bill Clinton. You know, obviously, you know, they're they're better they're better presidents than other presidents, but it's just the idea of how much Division is created by them doing that right. it just makes it feel like it's like well it's like what are you trying to do it's just like it's like you know it, it'd be different if it if they were saying something like this is horrible and i know we're just a, i know we're just a station i know we're just a tv channel you know but we do not agree with this and we feel like we should take a stand we want people to come you know like like yeah you know, like if 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 CNN or whoever else is the anti like Trump people that like put things out there on such a big platform that they'll be willing to shit on him so hard on like interviews and all these different conversations but they're not willing to take all their like ability of like like we're on TV right now you can see us and we have this whole thing you you can't take us off the station it's like let's do something for real right. you know let's actually make these things but it's just like what but it but the well, whole sensationalism idea
3: sensationalism is, that- is uh, but that, i mean that's because media is about Sensationalism Sensationalism is about Selling Commercial Advertising And and it all comes back Down to money The reason that They're going to placate Our side And let him be made fun of Is that they can still Sell commercials I, I think it all comes down To the money And somehow I don't know how with the shutdown and everything how anybody's making money. Now that's the other thing is we have this belief in money. Money is just little pieces of paper that float through our hands. There's no actual real backing for it anymore. There's they don't it doesn't represent any gold in Fort Knox. That's gone. There's no gold. There's no there's well, nothing a- backing anything we do. And it's like cryptocurrency that exists now what the fuck is that
6: so i, I was talking to somebody about <laughs> cryptocurrency and and that's belief it's it's fully belief, it's and, fully and, belief. and and the way the and, and the crazy thing is i was asking a few people they're all doing it and every single time i try to ask them what what is it they'd all like it would all like dance around whatever. they're so, like
3: data mining and there's these they mine, they do that they've got like, these servers this thing and, you know you
6: put it this way but so but i spoke to my fr- my my friend's brother who's like 19 and he's like you know and so when I asked him, I was like, all right, nobody could explain it to me. Mikey, what is this? What is it? And he's just like, it's like, well, it's like, it's, you know, like it's belief. You believe in it. And by believing in it, you know, you, you put money into it and you put money. And so what it is, I don't, and I don't even know, I, I could be pulling out of my ass, but the whole idea seems just like, if you believe in this, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like, yo, this is going to be something amazing. It's awesome. It's worth like a million dollars. Yeah. Then, and you can have a piece of it. But just putting how much you want to put into it. And then if we keep building on it, it just whatever, you know. And so, like, by believing in it, we all put money into it. Now, what is actually in this is the money you're putting into it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, so it's just like because you believe in it, now this has just gotten, whatever, 15% higher. And everybody who does that. So, the money that's in there is... it seems appealing but the reason why it seems appealing is because everybody believes in it so they put their money into it and so then once somebody stops believing in it and pulls out a huge chunk of his money then then everything goes down it's literally
3: like the stock market yeah
6: but I mean I remember except there's
3: nothing you're not buying anything except the currency itself
6: yeah I mean and I don't know belief in the
3: imaginary currency
6: it's a it's a risky business. I don't. Know it's if I could it's do the
3: same thing, but you're putting real money into it. So it's the same thing as uh, Second Life, or people that do things online and they have online stores for characters in video games. So like, you can go into Second Life, and then there's a person who's a house designer who writes the code for you to have this beautiful house in another dimension that doesn't exist, but that a lot of people are there and they believe in it too. So you pay them real money to have money in the game that everybody believes in, but it's not even really real. Like it's not even a real place, but people are spending real Money, which is actually a construct, anyways, it's like a construct of a construct of a construct. It's like a
6: yeah, because because what if what if that, what if this is first life and first life what you do is you, what you're what you're paying with is your time. Ooh. Like this is what I pay with. I pay time. Like because mm. like, time is like I, I remember I saw that movie with uh it's a long time ago I think it's called In Time or Time in or something like that with like Justin Timberlake. It's like one of the few movies he was actually doing a movie in. But the whole idea was that like it was when currency was gone and all you had was just this huge clock.
3: Oh, and you
6: work and the more you work the more you get time but then of course people that are just rich they would just have like
3: they buy their time
6: they have so so they have like so there's people that live like hundreds of years right because they could and there's other people that only live like let's say like i think when you were once you turned 18 your time started and you and after you were 18 you had one year you had one year in your time so and you, start, you had
3: to make more time
6: so you have to make more time or just like live that last year and then die wow. at 19 and so it's just like with this whole crazy idea but it's just
3: that's but, a great concept why did I not see this movie was Dwayne The Rock Johnson in this did I see this
6: no no I think it was just him and then like a girl that you may have seen before in some other movie okay. and then some like random like other I've people. seen
3: Justin Timberlake in another movie but I don't think it was that one yeah but it was something about the end of the world yeah and like Santa Barbara was there or or Santa Monica Pier and that was the one with the rock yes that was the one with the rock
6: yeah that one was a little crazy Um,
3: I believe in Justin Timberlake
6: I believe in Justin Timberlake I think
3: he's good I think he was a good dancer I think he was a good singer I think he's a good actor I liked him back in the day when they put him on the Disney he was one of the he was there with Britney Spears and Christina Mm -hmm. Aguilera when they were doing the Mickey Mouse Club he was there yeah. He was a talented little young man and I'm happy
6: with all of his success. Yeah, I mean
3: Go Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Talented guy.
6: Awesome and woman. now he's
3: like in his 40s or something, almost 40. I love it. I love watching people get old or <laughs> that are, you know, uh, that we that's another thing that we all believe in. Uh, you know, the celebrity myth. Everyone believes in that. We decide that this person is a thing now and then we
6: Yeah. <laughs> and it just happens it just, to be. I mean
3: why do we believe in Kardashians? I don't know. My favorite Kardashian is actually David Schwimmer. And that's just because he was playing a Kardashian in a
6: movie.
3: <laughs> he played.
6: <laughs> I think we believe in it because it's on TV. If, it, if, it, if, it's, if it's in front of you, if it's something that's, pre, you know, presented to be liked, then, you know, that I think that's the reason why, like, these, uh, like, Instagram situations, uh, you know, like, like Instagram models, uh, like, I've, I've, I've heard a lot about those. Yeah. Things. And it's just like, but the thing is that, like.
3: Influencers.
6: Ooh, but it, 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 like, I've seen like the way certain people manipulate it and it it's an outlet and it works i mean like you know sometimes it works better for other people and then you have to like you know there's a couple of tricks of the trade or whatever but the simple fact that like you know it's and it's the same thing with youtube you know like like a lot of people were putting this stuff out on youtube and it it what it does is and it cut. It cut out. It cut out the middleman. Sure. Because the middleman was the manager or the TV, like you know, executive, you know, the,
3: the writer, the whatever. It, like, you,
6: like you're the middleman. You know, like if 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 I wanted to, I can talk on like my microphone, you know, at home, and yeah. then just put this out on a podcast, just mm. having a conversation by myself. But the difference is, you know, like it's it's obviously you know you bring something to the table that we're obviously mutually having this conversation. Right. But I mean, what I'm saying is that people would hear what you're doing and say well i could do this myself and then they do and i guess i guess that's the timeline that we're in you know like where everybody who is creative or is not creative can at least try and be creative and then have sure. something come out of it.
3: Well, and then it becomes, what's the impetus for that creativity? Why do we so feel the need to express ourselves? Is that is that innately a human thing? I, I don't see my cat trying to express his kitty self. I mean, I guess he does. He expresses his kitty self by playing and looking so cute and being cat-like, but he isn't like, you know, Instagramming himself and being like... <laughs> We, if he, wait, we feel the need, my cat, so humans seem to have this need to be looked at and to be appreciated or maybe it's that someone's acknowledging our existence, that we're.
6: Well, we're very social people hmm. and, and, you know, they talk about that a lot, you know, um, and we're even social in, animals, well, because well, even the way that we're born, you know, we're born premature like nobody talks about that but it's just like you know our, our skulls are don't form for a right, long time right you know every and we can't
3: feed ourselves
6: every other species like you know like oh they have to like start running
3: sure right you know, away like, the, I, I just, baby horses they come out and they've got to get up stand they, up
6: you know you have to yeah you have to be able to move within minutes if not hours you know and then and yeah. so you know the idea of like f- falling over and hitting your head and like yeah you could probably die from that like that's that, that wouldn't work in in life. Right. You know? Babies
3: can't go walk, get up, and follow their mother after yeah. they're born they have to be carried for god like a year
6: and so the, the, the whole idea and the reason why that is is because of the, you know, the frontal cortex the, the extra shit that is in our brain that like that makes us feel that we're better than everything else because <laughs> because you know we we have the ability to process these things we have the ability to create these tools that allow our lives to be like you know superhero type things sure you know in comparison to like you know just the closest thing which would be like i guess chimps that like you know are really good with tools like they, they I mean they, yeah they, 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 if
3: you uh, they they'll look at newspapers and magazines they to entertain themselves if you
6: leave them out well they, well, they, they also taught um, like chimps how to use like machetes and so then now that they know how to use machetes there's this whole tribe of monkeys that like like
3: are dangerous
6: and, as fuck and, and yeah and and and, and, they, and, and they, they just taught them how to like you know chop like you know like you know c- cut open like their coconuts or whatever but then eventually like they learn how to like you know they, they cut they,
3: each other's arms off
6: they utilize it no they, they don't use it on each other really but, but they will they, they,
3: i they, would think they would decapitate the other side i mean, I mean they,
6: they might i mean i guess that there is like you know that hierarchy and there is like you know different like uh sex even like you know whatever but I know that they've they show a video of them just straight chucking a knife or a machete at like a human who's like running at them you know because oh, because they can do that yes
3: and they understand it's sharp and it does this and this.
6: but but like that's the thing it's just like huh. so but our the way our, the way it works and like you know they even said it too like a lot of like you know um people that have like m- you know emotional and mental issues or whatever not they're um it's really like prenatal and uh you know huh. with during the act of like child like childhood right, right right, and it's just because of the things that of what we're exposed to and what we're not exposed to the amount of affection that you have with you know versus what you don't have and uh it's because during that process of just being carried and held and you know whatever like you're you're now an- analyzing what the world is as a child you sure know? even if you can't even you know vocalize it or understand it, you you're just perceiving everything and so because of that it um allows you to feel like okay this is the community that i'm from. you know yeah. this is my mom that's- well
3: perceived safety too because if you're being held and you're being carried and and there's there's a safety that your needs are going to be met mm-hmm. and it's not as scary whereas they've done studies with children who aren't picked up even if they're being fed and they're being changed but they're not being held they can die yeah like babies die yeah. even if you take care of all of their physical needs but you just don't Huddle them and pick them up and show them affection. They'll they'll die.
6: Yeah, and, it, it, and so it's that, that's that's how close we are to social to being social creatures. And so what I think it is with social media is that it <laughs> just within its word it sounds like we're socialized, and in many ways we are. You know, they, they, they show that um the that the serotonin that dips into uh, your brain when you every single time like you get a like oh my or you, gosh or you or when somebody replies to your comment or to your post sure. and then when you reply to them and every single time you double check it and whatever like you feel good like right because someone's it's, paying attention it's like getting slightly high i forget how right. what, sure. what version of high it is but it's definitely in between like you know like a smile and like you know a cup of coffee type high you know it's like it's, it's, it's just but yeah um, it's
3: ludicrous though to think that we should have people paying attention to the minutiae of our lives. It's it's ludicrous that people take pictures of every meal they're going to eat. Like, why would you, if you're going to do that, if you're going to take an Instagram of every meal before you eat it, I think on the flip end, you should show the poop, too. You should take a picture and be like, before and after. That's good. Because who the fuck wants to look at your shit? Well, I don't want to look at your shit either before you put it in your mouth, you weirdo. <laughs> like, really, what are you What are you doing through this? Oh, I have enough money to eat scallops and you don't. Look how delicious this scallop with this saffron pomegranate sauce or something tastes. Like, really? We need that much validation that we have to have people say, look at you, you're eating good. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with us? Well,
6: see, like, I think part of it is is that, is, like, somebody trying to flaunt what they're doing or whatever. But I think also, so, I don't know if I said this last time, but I know my cousin was describing meeting somebody through Instagram, oh, which I thought was ridiculous. How but, do you meet but, someone but, 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 but it was, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see how that occurred. And she, but the idea is that they, what?
3: They, a date? Like, they they met and then they went on a date?
6: Um, Well, not necessarily. Well, like, I guess they, they were in the same area and then she reached out to him because, you know, you could always, you know. Um, privately message somebody and whatever not but it um but the whole thing is that certain people's instagrams or even what people put on instagram people you know associate with okay this is what your life is or this is who Uh you are this is at least a a side of who you are some people you know put all of themselves out on Instagram, which is what, you know, some people want, and then some people just put out their foods and, like, showing them that they're eating this and that, and so it allows people to, like, attach themselves to these small little things and, like, feel like they're connecting with this particular person. I've, I've literally seen a whole bunch of times of where, like, um, there's friends of, like, you know, my ex-girlfriend at the to- max ex-girlfriend now, and uh, she uh, would have, she has, like, thousands of Instagram followers and thousands of, like, you know, Facebook friends, and People would come up to her and they'd be like, Hey, hey, it's me, and she's like, uh oh. and he's like, Oh, I'm I'm your friend from this And it's just like wow. And it's just like I didn't even but it's it's just that and, 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 it's and so funny to me. And and they'll like, you know, regale like, Oh yeah, I remember this video when you were singing or that other one that was really funny with this. And Wow it, and It's but now it's it's a totally different level of like socializing than what we remember. But what but now with the way things are, like like put it this way,
3: so it, I, my, my I, mind's being blown that people think they're actually connecting in these ways. And no, I mean like, you weren't really there.
6: No, you weren't. Like, it's not an authentic connection. And I think what'll happen eventually is that all of these connections that are being made will eventually seem um, what they are, which is not you know the t- the most tangible thing that. They could have, and then eventually the authenticity will come back into play. But you know, you, you have to let yeah. it. You have to let that you know that element of detachment and then reattachment to the to a particular thing. There are
3: people though that, and and I, it, when MySpace was around, let me date myself. Okay. In my early thirties, around MySpace, I became obsessed with MySpace, and I became obsessed with a group of people that were writers, um, young, in their early 20s, in England, in Manchester, England. And I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would check their stuff and I felt like, because I read their work and because I saw pictures of them, I felt like I knew them and I felt like they knew me. And things got very... I mean, obviously they didn't get quote-unquote intimate because how could that possibly happen? But I felt like I was intimately involved in their lives and they were intimately involved in my life and I felt an importance there that I look back now and I'm like that's so dumb like wow how could I my life it was that my actual life was so unfulfilling and so I was so disconnected from my actual life that I found a lot of fulfillment in this tertiary connection and they were eight hours ahead of me like but i was checking my i was i was checking my myspace at three in the morning and checking out what they were doing and i felt like i was sort of living their life with them Hmm. sort of and that's before instagram was even a thought in someone's head so and there weren't even that many pictures of things so now to look at the connection that people think they're fostering with one another it's and everyone's constantly looking at it too it's so weird
6: like well because once again it's also it's even addicting to like walk, look through I mean I I catch myself looking through it and I hate that I do that but it's just because you know you know what it is it's, about, it's, it's boredom oh. and boredom is such an interesting thing I've actually trying to tell myself this year to uh, limit the amount of bored times that I have because when Amen. I'm because when I'm bored, it means probably that I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Sure. Um, and even though I'm and, and there's been a lot of times when I'm in a situation where it would even be a, like an, an exciting, interesting situation, like if you know, like a, a fun t- of time at a, at a party at like a at a gathering, and I'm bored, Oof. and I was like, wow, like I was like, I was like, damn, it's just and it's, it's because maybe I've done that particular situation so many times, I've been there enough times, so it's just like, um. Wow! So, so
3: fighting boredom—what a what a great way to think about it. That.
6: Well, there's always I think there's always something that you know you could be doing, right? But you're not,
3: especially when you're watching Netflix and you're like, yeah, I'm kind of getting bored for this. It's like maybe read a book, or maybe make some cookies, or maybe I'm trying to think of all the things I like to do, yeah. uh, or even if I when I get bored on like. Social media—it's like, well, why not call a friend and talk to them in real life? Yeah, you know, like, what are you? I, I always have a book in my bag, though, for for all the down times. Yeah, and I also like to like—I've tried to I- embrace now, like when I'm on the bus and I'm just sitting and being there and looking out the window and enjoying, not having to do anything at that exact moment. Yeah, like sometimes you can be so bored with everything you're doing. The answer is to just do nothing. <laughs> Because like being present in your situation can be interesting in itself. Like San Francisco's a pretty cool city.
6: Also well, I, I used to say this and I said this thing to somebody, uh, because you know the whole idea of like let's just say what I was saying before about the whole idea, that nothing is what's on the other side yeah. of all this thing that is. And uh, so maybe the reason why we enjoy doing nothing so much is cause it's the closest thing to God.
3: Whoa! Oh my gosh. That's so deep. You—that's you. That's, you gotta make a T-shirt because it's and because it, if there's no no thing is behind everything, yeah. Then when we're doing nothing, we're actually close. We're as close as we can get to God. Wow.
6: Because what I mean, like, if if you had to, like, if you had to, I mean, think about all the coreness belief, and maybe you can like be a little bit naive if you want to, and just really like. Describe God to me, like like picture him, like like you know, like if you if you even can tell me a like if you even start saying a sentence, then you're wrong because mm. because how can you perceive something that like that made the thing that you are? It's just like it's it's impossible. It couldn't look like anything like this because it would you know it's 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 like it's like a pencil drawing something. It's just like well like yeah that's but that's
3: but yeah this person holding the pencil, not the pencil yeah. itself. And, and at the same wear the pencil.
6: At the same time, <laughs> no, no matter how good an artist is, that picture will never. Be what the artist is,
3: right? So. A self-portrait is never the person, of course not.
6: Right. And so, so it's 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 intangible. It's an it's an, it's another dimensional thing that we cannot perceive because we're only still in three D.
3: Yeah. Ah, oh, that's true because we're only we only can understand the planes of existence where we exist. Yeah. But then that's why you know meditation, we can actually move to a different plane. Yeah. And so doing nothing is all I. When I did acid a long, long time ago in my 20s, I remember coming out of it being like, I figured out the answer to life in the universe. It's all in the silence. And everyone was like, yeah, well, fuck you, Pam. <laughs> and I was like, no, really? Because I, I express and vocalize so much that I think that that's what the answer is. It's like God is in the silence, in the nothing. In the space. In the space.
6: You know, Because the whole idea is that like the, uh, the biggest illusion, or not an illusion, let's just say, the the stuff between me and you right now, you know, like there's a whole bunch of what you would call nothing in between me and you right now. But we need a lot of that. We need all of that. Otherwise mm-hmm. we wouldn't be able to like make you and me out, you know? Like I, I, I need all the spaces in between you and the microphone and you know, the head sure. so this way I know what is what and who is who and what you know. And mm-hmm. so because of that it's just like it's the most important thing because without it it's just like you wouldn't be able to perceive the other thing. It's it's the polarity of dark of black and white, you know, good and evil. It's just like we need all these bad people, we need all these good people in order the other one, for the other one to exist.
3: Right, to know. To, you can't know it's bad unless you know it's good. You can't know it's truly awful unless you know it's truly good. If everything was good all the time, then what would be good anymore? Yeah, the good could be awful, you wouldn't understand.
6: You wouldn't understand life if you, there wasn't death and you couldn't understand something if there was nothing. Right. Or wasn't.
3: the? Uh, there's an artist friend I had and I was trying to learn to draw and he was trying to help me and he said, you don't draw the leaves you draw the space between the leaves, and I was like,
7: "What?"
3: Uh, it's the space in between things. Also, on the tip where you said there's a lot of nothingness, there's a lot of nothingness in us—the space between atoms the space between electrons, the space between a proton and a neutron circling around is huge.
6: It's super necessary. So
3: like inside of us even, there's all this empty space. Yeah. Because if you look at an atom, there's even space in the atom. There's tons of space. All the electrons are zipping around.
6: And if you magnified our skin, our skin isn't a solid thing. There's nothing actually that really is a solid thing if you look close into it. Even
3: this chair. This chair is made of molecules. It looks like a solid chair, but there's space in the,
6: I think we figured it out today. (laughs) Cool,
3: so, uh We're gonna wrap it up. What's wait, wait, you have any shows upcoming? You have anything? This is this was awesome. Yeah, we yeah. got crazy today. This I is always
6: love talking philosophically
3: to philosophically, mind blowing today. I've, I'm on. It. I feel like I'm this i love this show so i feel like every time i like, oh man now i got all this new shit to think about rad <laughs>
6: like, yeah it's always great to get out of your own situation but also here's some stuff that feels like yeah i know we've been talking about this for a long time and this is what it it feels like yeah um but yeah i mean i've i'm going actually up to oregon in. Cool. uh i gotta be up there on saturday i'm doing a, a storytelling event at, at ken awesome. casey's house wow yeah and uh so i guess they, they haven't opened it up in a few like decades or something and now they're doing that uh, kind of event so I'm doing that on Saturday I've kind of been more based out in like Los Angeles um, doing comedy down there and then also doing um, you know acting because that's what everybody does in, in LA plus it's kind of how I got into writing and comedy in the first place being in New York doing acting so all of that stuff is like coming to fruition it's been a pretty good year it looks like it's gonna get better so
3: there's a ton of open mics in Oregon if you're going to Portland make sure on Tuesday that you hit the helium yeah
6: Yeah. oh no I've I've definitely done I mean I lived in Oregon for almost four years oh wow so yeah I've done the whole like actually Oregon was where I started doing comedy All right. my first paid gig was in Salem and everything like that so it was just like a weird thing so I always go back there that's where my family is that's where I, I love everybody out there so yeah yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And then I'll, I'll keep bun- bouncing around. I, I want to spend more time in the Bay when I'm here, you know, doing some stuff. I I, I remember the last time I, I hosted for, uh, you know. Happy Hour, yeah. Your Happy Hour thing. And so it's, I always love, you know, coming on Mutiny Radio.
3: Thank you. Thank you for being here. Mauricio Marte, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for... Bringing another mind-blowing experience to us here at Mutiny Radio on "Some Call Me Tin." Uh, we'll be back next week with another guest. Every week, a new guest talking about what they believe in, whether that be anything. What well, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm into it. It's fun times. Uh, thanks again for listening, everybody. Check out the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 5th. You can get your tickets online right now at MutinyRadio.fm. Uh, 46 shows. In five days. Only 24 of them you have to pay for. The rest of them are free. So reserve your free tickets now for some of those awesome shows. And thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio. Press that donate button if you're on our website. Please give us five bucks. It helps keep the doors open. Thank you again, Marie Seal. This was so great. Have a great day. And we'll be back next week on Some Call Me Tim.
7: So
0: Flat black plastic Do <coughs> radio that of Is being done on a Different day Tuesday So that's why it
1: sounds like Tuesday
7: ¡Mira,
3: piedad, 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 piedad,
8: This much Never get to talk Tell us a little bit
9: Stop putting there that. Is this funny? Uh, I can't. You know these lights are strong. I can just see. I can't see. I can see vaguely, vaguely, and nothing up there. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bomb. Yeah. Definitely a bomb. Can cannot cop out for the rain. No excuse. No. 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 Rain. Uh, yeah, you'll make it in rain. The snow. Would this be beautiful? Sure. Dig this idea. Okay, say there's only place seats, um, 2,000, there's 500 people. So we must assume that there's 500 people that really dig me, that's a t- hardcore following. So dig a beautiful put on. <laughs> there's 1,100 and... I give away 1,100 tickets to Mission Market Street drunks, but real for ju but really, rumpos. I get a guy, I give a guy a hundred dollars, look. I want you to get me a thousand drunks, winos, and tell them to be at the theater, and they'll each get a pint of whiskey. I don't uh, tell them, look, you am gonna give a pint of whiskey. I do not drink it in the theater. I mean, uh, if you want to, but don't let me see you. I mean, I like have, have a drink once in a while myself. And, uh, okay, then I don't have them come in until about 8, uh, about 9 o'clock. See, it's dark already and everybody's bombing. Now you see people start to come, a lot of, people, a lot of guys. I don't know, it must be a shrine convention because you're, you're engrossed with me, but you see all these people coming and marching. You know. Okay, now they each got a pint. And, uh... Yeah, so I assume for the first 15 minutes, completely unaware of them. should the bossing now they're seated, closing your part of my heart. what's mm-hmm. said people seeing vapor bags going up.. Hey, want a drink? No Drink it. Okay, Now they would probably start to dig me. They're drunks, so and they drunk maybe 20 minutes. They're completely out of it now, you oh. <laughs> know. What the hell did that guy say? Hey there, knock that off about the pulp, you! You better shut up there, all right? What's the meaning of this? Week? I just you shut up, too, bottles come clean! Now we've got maybe 30 minutes going. Now they're winos, so a pint of whiskey schliffo. <laughs> Yeah, completely. Now we have not only the problem of maintaining order, that's gone now. Now we have a problem of removal. You've got 1,100 drunks to move from the men's rooms the ladies' rooms. They crack the candy cases. Yeah, what, a, oh, that's a big bust, 1,100. I assume, yeah, you could probably do away with, um, they could get rid of about 650. Yeah, because you must realize that if you're that juiced out, that's a good three-day pass out, maybe.
8: the cloud above. Oh. at Black Blast Community .fm. <applause>
5: LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio. FM has the best programming the internet ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat.
10: Hacienda. <laughs> Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryan. Meet friends for a drink. Have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is
0: The counter offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce and ranch dressing. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to
6: listen to crazy things.
0: Podcast. MOV Podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That, was, that kind of sucked balls.
1: Good evening, there, my friends, here at Evan Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a...
7: They're very nice. Asiento.